1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Hi everyone, welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas for News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin
1: and I'm Kristen Diaz. Appreciate you all joining us. We've been hearing some interesting reports about melatonin poisonings in kids and so here to join us from children's health system we have michelle and uh and she is a pediatrician and we wanted to talk about specifically what are the effects of melatonin on kids versus adults because this is supposed to help you relax and help you sleep i thought it was something that's natural is it not
0: It is natural. We all make melatonin in a certain part of our brain called the pineal gland and your brain releases that melatonin when it starts to get dark in the evening and helps you relax and get sleepy, just like you said. So it is natural.
2: Poison control centers have gotten something like 52,000 calls about kids taking too much of it. Um, What are the risks of taking too much And, and is a dosage dangerous for children, which would be normal for adults?
0: You know, I don't treat adults as a pediatric sleep doctor, but we do recommend different doses in younger kids. Um, Like most medicines in children, we have weight-based dosing, and the same is true for melatonin. So the younger kids, we start on much lower doses than what we would recommend. So the highest dose... Dose I ever go in my adolescence is about 10 to 12 milligrams, which I think is pretty similar to the doses that they recommend for adults. And then the dose kind of goes down from there based on the age and the weight. So school-age children, usually I'll do five milligrams. And then young kids, like preschool, toddler age, I'll do one milligram to start, maybe going up to three milligrams to to effect. And I, I certainly have seen this, this same phenomenon that you're describing with these oh, oh, quote-unquote overdoses of melatonin. I have had patients come to my office taking doses as high as 30 milligrams, and it tends to be just this self-treating. They feel like it's not working. They're still having trouble getting to sleep, so they just keep taking higher and higher doses. The main risk for that is over-sedation. It, that It's just going to make you overly sleepy. You may have a hard time waking up the next morning. Certainly at high doses can cause nausea and vomiting, but for the most part, high doses of melatonin do not cause any serious short or long-term side effects and there is no antidote for it so if a patient does overdose um, sometimes we'll recommend monitoring in in an emergency room or a hospital setting just to watch their breathing but there's nothing we can give them to reverse the effects we just have to wait for their body to work through it Um, serious side effects are really rare and I have in my career never seen any serious side effects nor deaths from from melatonin
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest concern, right? You're thinking, oh, well, I give my kid melatonin. Maybe I should completely stop. Um, You know, there seems to be some brands that are in stores that, you know, offer uh, maybe the melatonin gummies or something specifically for kids. Um, What about for parents who maybe give the same gummy that they have for their adults, uh, you know, that are bought or specifically bought for adults and they give it to their kids? Um, do you just recommend not giving it on a regular, regular basis or how do you get around that?
0: It depends on the child. There are some kids that take it nightly and I think that that's okay. The the evidence to support use for that reason is strongest in kids with neurodevelopmental differences like children with autism or other neuro neurodevelopmental delays, um, Otherwise healthy, quote unquote, normal children, we usually feel should be able to achieve healthy sleep without the use of, without the regular use of melatonin if they're maintaining otherwise healthy sleep habits. Um, We do recommend caution with the dosing. Like you said, if it's, if it's marketed towards adults, it may not be appropriate dose for a child, but you have to really read the label carefully about how many milligrams are in there. And one of the, challenges with melatonin in the United States is that it's regulated by the FDA as a supplement. It's not regulated as a drug, which means anybody can put a bottle of melatonin on a shelf and label it five milligrams or 10 milligrams. And the FDA is not regulating that. They're not checking to ensure that every pill in that bottle actually has five milligrams as represented on the label. And there are lots of studies showing that even within one bottle, you can have a high variability in the dosing. You may have one pill that's one milligram and one pill that's nine milligrams in the the exact same bottle. So for that reason, there are certain brands that we recommend and trust, and that's something that can be discussed with your doctor um, because I do not represent any specific brands of melatonin, but you do have to be cautious because... Anybody who's gone and looked at melatonin on the shelf at the pharmacy or whatever, there's so many options to choose from and it's hard to know which ones are uh, the most reliable in terms of consistency of dosing.
2: Isn't there also a risk for young children that see these gummies on their parents' nightstand and think they're candy and so they just start popping them thinking that they're, they're just gummy candies?
0: Yeah, of course. I think melatonin should be handled like any other drug. So it should be out of the reach of children in a place where they can't access it. But I think that's especially important for medicines that are enticing and flavorful and things that they would want to consume if they had access to it. Um, My kids are five and seven and they take gummy vitamins every day. And if they had unrestricted access, they would eat the whole bottle. They They taste great. The melatonin that I give my kids is a dissolve oral dissolvable and it tastes like strawberry and similarly it's delicious and if they could they would go through the whole bottle so i keep it out of their reach they don't know where i store it and it's not where they can access it and that's important for melatonin just as it is for any other medicine
1: um one last question to you is just you know what is your advice right now for parents who are struggling to get a bedtime routine for their little ones
0: So bedtime routine is probably the best thing that parents can do to ensure healthy sleep patterns. And there are several aspects to that, but the the key components of a, a healthy bedtime routine are, the first is we recommend a consistent bedtime and wake time, seven nights a week, and that includes weekends. So allowing your child to stay up significantly later when they're out of school is really hard for the body to shift the schedule back and forth like that. So consistent bedtime routine, we recommend turning off all electronics uh, at least one hour preferably two hours before bedtime just to allow the kids to unwind uh, limit their exposure to that blue light which we know interferes with the body's natural melatonin release and have after that just have some wind down type activities reading is appropriate if they like to color or draw just calm activities together as a family but something other than electronics for at least an hour before bed and then having a consistent routine whether that be bath time stories prayers bed whatever it is just some so they know what to expect because kids in general respond really well to routine they they know what's coming next and they know what to expect and they get comfortable with that and once you establish a routine it's much easier to stay in it than shifting it back and forth
2: are some parents too quick to go using melatonin to get their kids to go to sleep as opposed to following those routines you talk about
0: I I think I would say yes. I I think behavior change is hard. Old habits die hard. And it's hard to enforce rules for kids who resist taking away the iPad or the tablet or whatever, turning off the TV, turning off the video games. So I do think sometimes melatonin might be used as an easy out. Maybe I can just give them this pill and it'll make them sleepy. And then I don't have to to fight the fight. Um, And I think that using melatonin sort of as a bridge while you work on changing those sleep habits is a reasonable thing to to use as an aid, but it's certainly not a substitute for healthy sleep habits and at the end of the day, these healthy sleep sleep habits are really necessary to maintain long term success.